All right, we're on the prowl. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. We are flying solo tonight. Goddamn COVID-19. Probably going to be doing a lot of solo podcasts here in the near future. Uh, A lot on the go. A lot on the go. Uh, I just want to start this off. I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but in case I have to do it, this is a disclaimer. This podcast is meant to entertain. And although these are based on true events, uh, it has come to my attention that several of uh, either myself or, or my, uh, my guest hosts have caught some flack for telling some stories uh, related to this podcast. So I just want to go out there and say from now on, I've decided to say fuck it. I'm going to get even more vulgar. And uh, might throw in some some hyperbole. I'm going to shy away from having some guests. I don't want to dox anyone necessarily. I don't want to get anyone in shit. So I've really held back on a lot of the stories. Uh, but now we're just going to go full throttle. You know, people are in COVID. They're bored. Uh, so we're going to tell some entertaining stories here in the next few weeks. So I got about uh, 25 episodes Most of the shit's in my past. Uh, A lot of them have already been recorded. I've just been, quite frankly, too much of a pussy to to get them out because you know I don't want to. I don't want people texting me. I don't want people texting my friends. But uh, we're just going to. We're just going to go next level on these. So. One thing this has caused me to do, though, it, it has caused me to rethink some of my sexual behavior in the past. I've gotten into a lot of weird shit. Uh, You know, some of it I look back on and I think to myself, you know, that was really dumb. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. And so this is almost kind of like, and I know I've said this before, this is almost like a therapy session. This is to get it off my chest. You know, I'm definitely not a perfect person. I've definitely made lots of mistakes. Uh, But I think if we can laugh at it, especially if I can laugh at myself and recognize the errors of my way, that uh, maybe we can can move past that, or at least for myself, I can move past that. So what we're going to talk about today is uh, I'm going to take a vow of celibacy. I'm taking a vow of celibacy for the remainder of the year. Now... I feel like this is going to be a very easy goal to accomplish because we're already in December. The time I record this episode, there's only about two weeks left in the year. That is 2020. And it's been a very interesting year for me sexually. Uh, In the past, you know, I've done the whole one night stand. I've done the hookups at the bar. Obviously, with what's went down this year, uh, there wasn't really much time for that. And in fact... Uh, every single girl that I've had sex with this this year has actually uh, met something. Well, with the exception of one. Every girl, with the exception of one girl, I, I don't even remember her fucking name. Um, that was on vacation. Definitely not proud of it. Uh, and actually, that's the reason why I've decided I want to take this, this vow of celibacy. Because, you know, I think... Women and men react very differently uh, to sexuality. You know, in a lot of ways, men look at it as a, as a conquest. I've heard 
on other podcasts, people say, oh, how many kills you get last night? You know, and that's a very somewhat barbaric way to, to look at it. But I feel like in, in some way, that's kind of how we're, we're wired a bit. You know, we like to brag to our friends. You know, there's a good joke on, uh, on a YouTube channel I was watching one day. It's like, you got that buddy who comes into the dressing room, shows you pictures of this girl naked and pretends like he's banging her, but <laughs> there's no, there's no chance that they ever had sex type of thing. And that's how, that's how, uh, that's how a lot of men are. You can go back to American Pie, the rule of three. You know, people tend to exaggerate their numbers. And uh, so what I want to do is I want to, you know, I, I, I want to have meaningful sexual relationships. So I've decided to try and not have just the casual hookups. That's my, that's my goal. It's my goal for the rest of the year is to not have any of those. And I got myself in a situation not too long ago where I just found myself in a situation where clearly a girl was interested. I mean, she got naked right in front of me and sexual innuendo was a plenty. And for some reason, when I find myself in in those situations, I oftentimes have a very hard time saying no. And I really don't like that about myself. And I actually hate it. And this is why I'm doing this. And in fact, this probably happened to me five, six years ago as well, where, you know, I had two consecutive nights. Remember on the Friday night, I hooked up with a girl. And then the very next night, I hooked up with with a different girl. And then on Sunday morning, I woke up. I go to the bathroom. And all of a sudden, I just feel like I'm pissing out razor blades. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? This is actually happening? So I freaked the fuck out. Had to freak out for a day. Went to the doctor Monday. And I explained what happened. And he looks at me. He says, yo, hot sauce. uh, Have you had any unprotected sex in the past 48 hours? And I said, yeah. And you know that look? you get from a disappointed parent. That's the look I got. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's like, don't fucking judge me. I know what I did was stupid. And I described to him what was going on. He says, you know what? It's probably just a urinary tract infection should go away by itself in about a day or two. If it doesn't come back and see me. So I go home. I'm still freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? Go home, he goes away, like, the next day. I was like, oh, thank fuck. So went back just to make sure. I went back, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I told you not to come back. I have other patients who actually got problems. Why are you even here? I was like, oh, fuck, sorry. So I left, and then at that point, I said to myself, I said, all right, no more dumb shit. And so I went out with a few friends, and I told them this story. And uh, there was me, my buddy, a guy who, uh, I won't say, I won't say, I don't want to get him in trouble, but uh, me, a guy, and, and three girls. And so I, let's call my buddy Stephen. So I'm sitting there with Stephen, and I'm telling him and these girls these stories. And I say, you know what, Stephen? We're being dumb. We're being so stupid with women. You know, we're hooking up with women, having unprotected sex. This is... This is a bad idea. 
all of a sudden Steven looks at me. He's like, yo, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you, you do your own shit. Don't let me into your bullshit. And I was like, no, I need a buddy. I need a buddy. We're taking a vow of celibacy for the next six months. You and me, we need to be in this together. And he's like, what? Why are you dragging me into this? I didn't, what, what are you talking about? So anyways, I'm basically forcing him to take this vow of celibacy with me. And he just kind of laughs. He's whatever. And so later on in the night, the drinks are flowing and he's driving us home. And there's a, there's a girl in the back seat with me. And all of a sudden she starts motioning her phone towards me. And I can see it's a text message to me. And all it says is it says, you want to hook up later? And I pull out my phone to respond to her. And she says, no, 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 just yes or no. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you what I want to say. So I messaged her back. I was like, I just took a vow of celibacy for six months. And she says, oh, I know. And so the first time I took a vow of celibacy, it lasted four hours. So I... History tells me I'm not very good at this. But the thing is, I'm in self-isolation right now. Nobody's here. So I know I will beat my record of my four-hour vow of celibacy. That was supposed to be six months. Didn't quite, didn't quite make it. And if my buddy's listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, bro. If you didn't have sex for six months, I, I feel bad for you. But, um, you know, I just... I just couldn't, could not do it. You know, she was asking and I, so we had sex. And then weeks or months later, I said to her, I said, why did we have sex that night? Because we're friends. And she says, ah, I'm just competitive. It's like, if there's a contest, you know, I just, I just want to do it. So she put it on herself just to see if she could be the one that breaks my vow of celibacy. So good fucking job. You did it. So this time I'm going to beat four hours. I know this because I'm going to go to bed right away. So I'm going to make at least eight. And I find out that I can't leave my place for the next eight days anyway. So I feel like I'm going to at least make a week. And then we're pretty close to Christmas. And the only people I'm going to see is my my family, which may not even happen now. So I, I'm, I've got it on pretty good authority that I'll make it till the end of 2020 with this vow of celibacy. But here's the problem. And this is what I usually find out about life in general. Is when you're a single guy and you're desperate, you're trying to just fuck anything, there's like nobody that wants you. It's like people can sense the desperation in you yet when you don't want to have sex and when you're just minding your own business and you're trying you know maybe you got a girl friend or a wife or whatever then all of a sudden it's like bees on honey it's it's the weirdest thing and i've read articles that say that if you've had sex with somebody in the last 24 hours there's a scent on you and it's hormonal there's these pheromones and shit like that that attract women it's a very primal thing now, i don't know if this is a hustler article i read or if this was actually like something in uh, a science magazine or blog or wherever the fuck i saw it but um, 
I believe it. I believe it. I know that uh, from my own personal experience, when I have been with other women, I feel like women are like, oh, what's he got? Well, he's, he's with somebody, so there must be something entertaining about that. And I tell all my friends I have a 10-inch dick too, so, I mean, throw a few lies here and there, and then people wonder. And uh, I've honestly, you know, I've heard stories. I, I remember I made out with a girl, and then her friend was like, oh, you made out with hot sauce? How was it? And I tell these stories on the podcast, and then I feel like there's people who all of a sudden are, are in, it goes one of two ways. People are either mortified and disgusted about the shit I say, uh, maybe people who don't know me, they just turn me off. They're like, ah, he objectifies women on his podcast. He's misogynistic. He's an asshole. But people who actually know me, I hope, know that that's, that's not the case. You know what? I, I feel like I'm actually, this is kind of like a, like a way for me to, to vent all those kind of negative thoughts I just spew out here so then I don't have them in, in real life. I imagine it's kind of like how people are with various types of addictions or mental illnesses. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I can't say that for sure. This is just me me speculating. But my point is that I feel like now that this gets out there, uh, I feel like all of a sudden, December 31st, or I guess December 30th, 29th, 28th, all of a sudden I'm going to get some text messages or I'm going to get some Snapchats or some messages and saying, hey, what's up? And, uh, you know, I've just, I don't know. If, if COVID's taught me anything, you know, it's it sucks. The, the single life is so much fun in a lot of ways. And I love my sports. I love my music. I love my vacation time. I love my time alone. I'm a very extroverted guy. But when I'm forced to stay home, I miss that companionship. I really do. And I, 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 really, I really struggle with it, but I want it to be for, for the right reason. So this year, I've had some sexual relationships with several people who uh, either I've had something with them in the past, that was good. Or, uh, you know, I, I see, I see maybe potential to, to wanting to explore that more. But the problem is I don't live in it in the same city with any of these girls. So now I've got this dilemma and that's part of the reason why I want to take this vow of celibacy because now I know, I feel like if it actually means something to me, my heart will tell me that I don't want to have sex with a random. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's been tested a, a little bit. And I don't know how much I actually, actually think about it. Because I know if I go too long, obviously, there's going to be a breaking point. You know, I'm not going to go a year without having sex. There's just no way. So at that point, you know, I might hook up some back pages or an escort or something like that. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully, uh, actually, I, funny story. I, I, went to, uh, I went to a bar with a buddy, uh, me and a single friend. 
And he goes to the bartender. He says, hey, where are all the single ladies at? Pulls out a phone. He's like, this one, only $700. Me and my buddy look at each other. We're like, whoa, what the fuck? Who, who do you think we are? You think we just can't get women on our own? And we, we kind of made a comment like that. And he looks at us. He's like, all right, all right. This one, $300. So I was like, all right, fuck. This fucking bartender thinks him and I have no game, can't get any any women. So a matter of pride, uh, that was pretty recent. You know, I kind of want to, I want to prove to myself that if, if something means something, uh, then it does. Because I've, I've been going through that a little bit. There's maybe been uh, some people on my mind that maybe I want to get to know better. But the problem is life circumstances make it very difficult to actually have any kind of a meaningful relationship with them. So that's where I'm really stuck is because on the one side, I don't want to get too emotionally attached to them because it might not be a realistic thing anyway. So if I get too emotionally attached, then we're just both going to get hurt. And that's no good. And, you know, I got a good thing. I got a good thing with this, with this person right now, kind of, I think. I'm not really sure. But, you know, at the same time, if life circumstances were different, you know, it's certainly something I would want to, want to explore. And it's something that I might want to, I don't want to close the door on because who knows where life's going to take us in the next few years, especially with this fucking pandemic. You know, I've been reevaluating a lot of my life choices in the past, uh, past eight, eight months, uh, just with my own life, just with my own happiness. And I thought, I thought this was going to be really brutal on a guy like me. And I actually, I actually learned a lot about myself that maybe I don't need to be that life of the party type extroverted guy all the time. I could actually spend the Fridays and Saturdays at home, spend way less money, don't have to go get fucked out of, up out of my mind, try and pick up girls, and then be disappointed when I come home alone and then realize how empty of a feeling that is the next morning. And then I'm just a lazy piece of shit anyways because I don't do anything. So I just, I just I waste a night chasing girls, uh, especially when nothing happens. Then the next day... I just lay in bed and do absolutely nothing. I'm not a productive guy to, to society. So the other part of this is just a healthier lifestyle. So, you know, I've been on the workout train. I've fallen off a little bit. I went on vacation. I've been away from home. Uh, part of my workout system that I've been work, using has been broken. I've been eating like shit. So I just kind of want to make some personal goals just for health. Be healthier. Make better decisions. Uh, and you know, just, just prove it to myself that I can, I can do this. So we'll start small. We're going for the rest of this year, which isn't that much longer. And I'll give you guys an update at the end of the year. The only way I can see myself breaking this, if it's with actually somebody that I care about, because a, I'm not going to be going out. It's not like I'm going to be going out to the bars anyway, probably not going to see anyone other than very close friends or family over the holidays. I'll probably just be my myself. So I really don't see how there's an opportunity for me to fuck this vow of celibacy up. I think it's a pretty easy one. Now, if I go further into 
2021, we get a vaccine, life gets back to a little bit of normal within the next few months, which I'm hoping happens, but who knows, then that's when it will be interesting. You know, when I go out for the first time, when I go out to a pub or a bar, when I go out with some friends and there's maybe some single ladies that, that are around, that's when it's going to get tough. And the weird thing is, is I honestly don't know if I can do it. That's, that's the weird thing. And it's, it's kind of a messed up feeling. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling where like you feel like you, you, you know yourself so well that you're, you're going to fail at something. It's a real shitty feeling. Even if it's something as maybe weird as, as this, but it's kind of like, if I don't, if I do fail, I'll be, I'll be really upset at myself. Like I said, there might be certain people I'd be willing to break it with, but uh, certainly not anyone random, which is kind of the, the, the whole point of it. So, you know, if all of a sudden we throw a big party, uh, once COVID's kind of been, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say normalized, but once some of the physical distancing and those types of restrictions. The first time I have alcohol and I'm around a single woman, I'll know. I feel like I'll know whether or not I'm willing to, to step it up. So it'll be interesting. I know people who I, I, I couldn't be a fucking nun or a priest. And, uh, I have my own opinions on, (laughs) you know, the whole Catholic church story. So we won't go, we won't, we won't go there, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing going without, uh, going without sex for a long time. If you ever watch that Seinfeld episode, I feel, I feel like it's very accurate. There was George when he went out with set without sex, he was the smartest fucking guy in the world. And then Elaine, she went without sex and she was the dumbest person in the world. So I feel like men and women, react very very different differently when it comes to that uh so yeah that's my uh that's my i guess end of year resolution is to do that and i'm curious to know if you guys think i can can pull it off i don't know how to do a poll but maybe i can uh i can throw one up and see whether or not it uh it gets accomplished and like I said earlier on in the episode, shit's getting real. Stories, you know, I want to make you guys laugh. This is this was more of a introspective type podcast. So I don't know if this is the, the type of podcast you guys are looking for. But I, I met some interesting people in the past few weeks with some very interesting sex lives. So I'm going to share some of their stories. We'll see if some of them come on or not. Uh, but certainly have about 25 episodes that I'm ready to go. A lot of them surface around your most embarrassing sex story. I certainly have a lot of those. Um, Met some people with, you know, I met a girl with an OnlyFans page online. I met a couple of girls who told me some sexual fantasies that they have when, you know, wanted to be voyeurs. So it was very interesting. It always interested me 
that you can have a person that hates being watched sexually, but on the flip side of it, gets super turned on watching other people have sex. Maybe that's just me. Maybe a lot of people find that normal, but I've actually met a few people that have had that. And it's always interesting talking. This is this part of the reason I love having this podcast is because I can really delve into people's sexual fantasies. But it's interesting because a lot of people want it to actually remain a fantasy. You know, I had one girl tell me she wanted to get gangbanged by me and eight other guys. And I was like, what? And she's like, I don't actually think I could go through with it. Because A, I would have to find nine guys I really trusted, which is hard enough. And B, if I have it and I'm disappointed, which I probably would be, then it ruins the whole fantasy. So I think a lot of people have these sexual fantasies that they never actually want to live out. And I know this because I've been involved in a lot of them. And a lot of times I've talked, I was going to meet a girl for a football game uh, in a place neither of us had ever been. And we're going to rent a hotel room for the night. And we were exchanging stories about what we were going to, to do to each other. And they were pretty, they were pretty vulgar. So these are the stories that I'm going to start sharing. And again, you're either going to love it or you're going to either fucking hate it because they're going to go uh, really into detail. And some of them are pretty pretty embarrassing. I think some of them are pretty funny. So the whole point is to, if you're sitting at home quarantine, listen to this podcast. I hope it takes you away from real life for 30 minutes. Uh, and I hope it makes you laugh. And uh you could just even picture me having sex and even maybe that even makes you laugh. I know that's happened with some women while I've been there. You know, all of a sudden they look in the mirror and they burst out laughing, which is not a, well, sometimes it's an interesting feeling. You know, if you get the contractions right, it can feel pretty good, but then they're laughing at you. So you kind of feel humiliated at the same time. Then you just kind of sulk out of the room, high five their son and say, eh, you know, see you later. Your mom's in the bedroom, but that's, for a different podcast. So this one is a short one. We're going to be flying more solo in the future. Uh, you know, look, look for some, some guests. I, I got a lot of ep episodes in the, in the vault. We'll see which ones I published. Some I might recreate and uh, stay listening every Sunday. Peace.